What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Tuesday episode of Flippin' Bats. We got a lot to talk about today, including one up, one down, one team or player on the rise, and one team or player going in the opposite direction. We also have BVP today, top five of the MVP voting if you were to just combine both leagues together. Also, Immaculate Grid, 90 seconds on the clock. Can I beat last time we did it? Probably not. That was really quick last time. But we'll see if I can go immaculate again. And also some fan questions to finish up. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get to it. Five ball. Onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And a game what a moment happy tuesday my friends i am joined as always by alex curry and alex lots to talk about today but uh i got something to show off Ooh, you know a little show and tell to get the a show little, started a little show and tell okay. to get the what show started today so it came from a fan okay i got a letter to go along with it Aww. and would you look at this a cool customized jersey. Whoa, there's an, City Connect? An Astro City Connect and the back flipping back. Wait, a fan got that for you. See, I thought, because you got this package last week. So I thought the cool. Astro sent it to you. No, Seth what? got it. Fan Seth of Green? the show. Seth Green sends he- in a bunch of questions, a letter. Seth, thank you so much. It's so cool. The Astro City Connect jersey with flipping bats on the back. I love it. It's great. I'm definitely going to wear it at some point. And in the letter, he said, and maybe you'll wear it down here during the ALCS again if you guys, <laughs> if, if the Astros make it. So uh, really, really cool, though. Like, really, that is that's so awesome. cool. If we do make it out to Houston during the playoffs, Seth, we got to meet you and say hi, because I love we have like a, a solid group of fans that always send in questions every week. And I feel like we get Seth on the show once, maybe every other week, maybe every week. So we, we so like appreciate a, you guys yeah. reaching out and really being a part of this Flippin' Bats community as well. And that right there, just, that's so cool. I know. I'm excited to wear it. It's I awesome. would say I'm like jealous, but I'm not because I would never wear an Astros jersey. So then so, you're not jealous. So, so there was literally jealous. no need. I just haven't gotten so any, there was like, no gifts. need at all for you that keep statement. Getting gifts, though. You keep getting shirts, like people send you shirts and, and jerseys and it's okay. I'm, I'm likable too, right? Wait, oh. <laughs> I'll get you something next time. I'll make you feel better. Next time we're here. All right. Well, that's a, uh, that's fun. That's an up. So let's get to our one up one down this week. Ben teased it off the top of the show. We're going to talk about a team or a player that has been on the rise and one that's been on the down, but let's start with our ups. Ben, who is your one up? So the NL wildcard race is just a big mumbled bunch right now of teams that are kind of like, who's going to take control of their destiny and and go for it. So I feel like down the stretch here, a lot of the one up one down might be around the NL wild card. And for me, both of mine are my up and my down my up this week. I'm going to go with the diamondbacks. Uh, Wednesday, you flash back to not too long ago. They were outside looking in at a playoff spot. And they had a huge four game series against the Cubs in Wrigley. Now the Cubs were in second in the wild card, like firmly in second and the D backs go in and take three of four there. They were four games behind at the time. They were tied with the reds and now they're in that final wild card spot. The D backs played their way into that final wild card spot that was held down by the Marlins. 
That was just a really impressive. I felt like that was a statement series to go into Wrigley, tough mm-hmm. place to play, good and really good environment, good baseball team this year to go in there and win three of four on the road. Man, really good on the D-backs, and now they're now they're holding down a playoff spot. So uh, they are my one up. And they were a tail of the tape last week. We both took the Cubs. Yeah. So that was uh, they proved everyone wrong. Yeah, in they, that series. they looked really good. And yeah. if this sticks, we're just a couple weeks away, Alex. <laughs> if this sticks, my bold, bold prediction of the year, which was of the D-backs getting into the playoffs, would come true. Yeah, you had a bunch of uh, D-back bold predictions. MVPCC, Corbin Carroll, breakout. Yep, Corbin, Perrell, Corbin Carroll for Rookie of the Year. Yep. Uh, D-backs to make the playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah. A lot of time left, and they're obviously right there in the thick of it, but there's a lot of stuff going on around them. So D-backs are mine. Who are yours? My one up this week are the Orioles. They are kicking it into a new gear at the perfect time. Now, they're creating a little more separation between them and Tampa Bay for the AL East title. But the biggest takeaway this month, in the month of September, they've won almost every game this month, and they have won every series in the month of September. And so far in September, they have the best runs per game in baseball, team average, extra base hits, second in baseball and OPS, and third in slugging and on-base percentage. They're getting hot at the perfect time. They look strong, top to bottom, they're trending in the right direction. So Orioles are my one up this week. So what you're saying is you feel like I was in the right for nope. never wagering off of the Orioles nope. being the number two team. Not, in the... not last month when oh. the Dodgers were the hottest team in baseball for that month. I feel like I've been proven right by everything no. that's transpired. You're allowed to move. That's what the whole power rankings are. Teams move up and down. And I do believe. Oh, that is, that, a- is that what power rankings <laughs> are? <laughs> it's how oh my God. The it's Dodgers should have been two then. And there was a point and a stretch where the Dodgers were playing better than the Orioles. Yeah. So yeah, during that time, the Dodgers should have been two Orioles three. Now Orioles are, you know, they're, they're playing better right now. Okay. Don't get, I'm allowed to. You're allowed to yeah, I'm praise just other teams. I just, yeah, during that time when we were talking about it. Yeah, I just, I Dodgers just loved it. I just felt like, like the they were the better team. And I feel, I feel like I was correct throughout all that. It wasn't like the Orioles were playing bad and the, Do- the Dodgers had a great month. The exactly. Orioles have had a great year yeah. and they continue, in my opinion, to be the better team. Kept them at two. And then they, mm-hmm. and then they proved that when the Dodgers started losing, got crushed by the Braves and then everybody put them back at two. And I'm like, well, I didn't move them. You're I kept them there. To flip flop. That's how it's supposed to I'm go. I'm not a flip flopper. You're a flip flopper. You're a flip flopper, Alex. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, let's get to our downs. Who is your down this Alex. week? Alex. What? <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm on. Uh, I'm my on. down this week, sticking in the NL wild card race, is the Cubs from that series. Yeah. Big. I mean, look, you had a firm grasp yeah. on that number two wild card seed, right? You were looking sitting pretty, looking good to make the playoffs, and they are still in the playoffs if the season ended right now. But letting a team below you, but in that bunch of wildcard teams, come into your stadium for a four-game set, and you lose the first three games, you lose three in a row to that team Mm -hmm. and immediately just throw yourself. You know, like they they were at a point where they had separation between them and the rest of the bunch. It wasn't the Cubs, D-backs, Marlins, Giants, Reds. It was... The Cubs are here, and then there's those other teams below. In this series against the D-backs, they just it pulled them right back into that bunch now, and the, the playoffs certainly aren't a certainty for that team. 
I just felt like a, a it was a statement series in both directions, and the Cubs could have uh, really put their stamp on the playoff race, and you know they could have been five, six games up on the D-backs at this point, and they didn't do that. They lost three of four, and now it's a it's a crapshoot for the playoffs. So uh, Cubby's not capitalizing on their big opportunity at home this weekend is why they are my one down. All right. Salvaged it on Sunday, though. I mean, it yeah. could have been full nightmare had yeah. they gotten swept in the four-game series. Who's yours? <sighs> my one down this week... They were the best team in baseball in August, but we are two weeks, about two weeks into September, and the Mariners have had a horrible start in the most important month for a playoff push in baseball. Now, when you look back at what they did last month in August, they won almost every series against one against the Orioles, played themselves into a, a playoff spot, and we were talking about them just trending in the right direction. They are doing the exact opposite they've lost every series this month opposite of what they did last month not great and then there was just really weird vibes from George Kirby and his start on Friday is his post game in one of his post game interviews saying I wish I wasn't out there for the seventh to be honest I was 90 pitches in and I didn't think I needed to go anymore that just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And it's not the mentality and what you want to hear publicly. You may feel that way, but it's not something you want to hear publicly, especially a team that is fighting to stay in the playoff hunt. You want to hear your guy be like, I want to do everything I can to go out there. He's retracted his statement since and said, he's not that he's not that kind of guy, but it was just kind of on par with how the start of September has gone for the Mariners. And it raises the question, did they peak too soon? And can they get back to the team that they were really from the all-star break through the end of August? It's just been yeah. a completely different team right now that we've seen in September. Yeah. You know, I'm high on them. I know. Same. Um, we I, want them to I, do well. I do believe that they can get back to that. We, you know, that was a 50 game stretch of greatness. Yeah. Now this is a, a week and a half, two week long stretch of, of going through struggles. So yeah. They peaked when they needed to peak because they were out of the playoff. They weren't even in the conversation. And yeah. so they peaked when they needed to. And now they're going through some struggles. And this is going to be, you know, we, we said it for a while. The AL West, you know, I, the division and who gets into the playoffs is going to come down to those last 10 games for the Mariners which is Astros, the Ra Rangers, yeah, so Astros, the, uh, this Rangers. This is their last few series of the season. They have the Angels that they're playing right now, then Dodgers, then the A's, then the Rangers, then the Astros, then the Rangers. So it's really like they control their own destiny. Like if yeah. they win these series, they should get into the postseason, oh, yeah. into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. um, and they've had the Astros number. It's... Yeah, they just they just got to start winning some games. They've in played September. well against the Astros all year long. Yeah. The Rangers are just a nightmare oh, currently. Yeah, so just just handle your business. Yep. Uh, at the end of the season, and I, I I'm a believer in this team, and I think if they can get in, that they can be a problem in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just a just a rough patch, a rough start, just a rough start to, to September month. for sure. Yeah. All right, that wraps up our one up. One down, which means it's time for Ben's favorite game, Immaculate Grid. Can he go immaculate again? He did the last time we played. Thank you, Alex. He's going to have Thank 90 you for seconds. Thank everybody. You're welcome. 90 seconds <laughs> to get nine players. So 
Let's get the grid up on the board. Before we start the clock, we're going to read to you what we got this week on the top row. You got Boston, Blue Jays, Astros, and then down, you got D-backs, Cleveland, and uh, Kansas City. No accolades. Are you ready? 90 ready. seconds on the clock. Let's go. All right. Boston and the Diamondbacks. Um, Boston Diamondbacks. I'll go Kurt Schilling. Um, Blue Jays Diamondbacks. Blue Jays Diamondbacks. They just made the trade. Varsho is in it. Gabriel Moreno is in it. I'll go Gabriel uh, Moreno. Astros, D-backs, uh, Randy Johnson. Boston and Cleveland, I will go Andrew Miller. One minute. Boston, no. Toronto, Cleveland. Toronto and Cleveland. Skip that. Uh, Astros and Cleveland, I'll go Miles Straw. Red Sox. Royals, Andrew Benintendi. Blue Jays Royals. Uh, Blue Jays Royals. Blue Jays Royals. Astros Royals. Uh, Astros seconds. Royals, Zach Granke. Okay. 30 seconds. Yep. Two more. Blue Jays. Guardians. Is Did... Oh, no. Did Edwin Encarnacion play for the Guardians? I don't know. I'll Blue Jays. It. I don't know 12 if seconds. Did. I'll guess Encarnacion. I don't think that's right. Blue Jays, Royals. Oh, it is! It Blue is. Jays, Royals! Two. Dang it! I don't know it. I All right. Not bad. Not bad. Eight out of nine. Not immaculate, but. Give me one. You came through. He's asking producer Taylor off to the side to give him one. That's what Wait, he's doing. Give me help. Dang. Oh. It's okay. You can't be perfect every time. Yes, you can. Mm. But you. But apparently you can't. Yeah. All right. Eight of nine. Not bad. Came down to the wire. Intense. That was good. Yeah, All right. that was Eight great. Of nine. All right, Alex. Let's head on up to the stage. It is time. Let me grab my bat. It's time for BVP. <laughs> we haven't done BVP we in a couple it. of it's been a while. weeks, I feel like. Maybe a month. So to clarify, BVP is the top five players in the league if the two leagues were combined. It's Ben's Valuable Players, if you yeah. didn't get the acronym, BVP. But we're combining both leagues and doing a top five for the list. So let's start at number five. Number five, the home run leader, Matt Olson. Yeah, I think we just talked about him last week. I think Matt Olson is going to ultimately lead the league in home runs when yeah. all is said and done. He now has 48 homers Woo. on the year with an OPS on the year of 984. Already 118 RBIs, 275 batting average. Uh, he's going to hit over 50 homers yeah. this year. And he's going to lead the league. I think I don't think there's enough time for... You got Shohei close. You got yeah, but he's Schwarber been playing. Schwarber getting into it. Um, Pete Alonzo's there. But I, I think he has a big enough lead now that he can hold on to it. So Matt Olson for me, number five. At number four, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, Freddie Freeman is just the staple of consistency. The guy's hitting 335 on the season. With 25 homers and 91 RBIs, he's going to set he's setting the Dodgers franchise record for doubles. Now every time he hits a double, he's breaking his own single season franchise record. So uh obviously the power is there with 25 homers, yeah. but the doubles, I mean, he 
That's it would, great. It would, he would have to go on quite the tear, but like he could he could break a lot of doubles records and, mm-hmm. and certainly etch himself in some history. But a 987 OPS on the year, 91 RBIs, and a 335 season-long average is just ridiculous for Freddie Freeman. At number three, his teammate, Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie gave me and Dodgers fans and baseball fans a scare this past week when he left a game early and left the locker room on crutches. Yeah. But he's back, and the Dodgers need him to be back. 314 average this year. Uh, He's just been, been fantastic all season. Look, the Dodgers' offense is Mookie and Freddie, right? Like, you can... There are... There are other pieces, obviously. Will Smith, really good. All-star this year for a first yeah. time. Max Muncy can run into a bunch of balls and hit a bunch of homers. Yeah. But this offense goes as Mookie and Freddie goes, and I'll take it one step further and even say the Dodgers' offense goes as Mookie Betts goes. He's the leadoff guy. He's the spark plug of that offense. 38 homers, 99 RBIs, an OPS over 1,000 on the year while hitting 314. Mookie's the most valuable player of the Dodgers, and certainly right there as one of the most valuable players in the game of baseball. He's number three for me. And as we talked about, I think it was last month, Mookie and Freddie, the most important and valuable duo for a team in baseball. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with that. Yeah. I stand by that because of, you know, that's because of what I just said. Look at these two. the offense runs through that. Without these two... This is the point I made. Without yeah. these two, the Dodgers' offense is average. Yeah, not, maybe not, not first in the NOS. But my my contrast to them or my comparison was Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, and it's just that lineup is so deep. You take yeah. those two out, are they still just as good? No, obviously. Yeah. But they're still a very good deep lineup. The, the most val- valuable duo to yeah. their team in their lineup is these two guys right here, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Well, let's get to number two. You just mentioned him, Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> I love that photo. This guy is, Woo! he's the MVP. He's the MVP. 336, 35 homers, 91 RBIs, 1,000 OPS, 64 stolen bases. Yeah. Give me a 40-70 season. 40-70. They were close. Five more homers. He needs a handful more stolen bases. It's within reach. Yeah. He can do it. He can get there. I tweeted it the other day. Give me a 40-70 season. Ronald liked it and followed me, which was really cool. He follows follows like 70 people. Wow. I I mean, you've been like talking him up all season. So, yeah, he's probably at least seen some of it. Yeah, yeah. Good job. and that is why Ronald's the MVP, because he followed me. On. <laughs> no, no, no. Ronald, just, just because of that. Ronald Acuna Jr. and what he's done, the consistency all year long. He's the MVP, in my opinion, of the National League. I think that series against Mookie and the Dodgers solidified that for yeah. now. Obviously, still a couple weeks left. Things could happen in opposite directions. But I really think that's the only way this changes, is if Mookie goes off and Acuna goes through a big slump. If they keep doing what they're both doing, the MVP is Ronald Acuna Jr. He's number two for me, though. And at number one, who I think has been one majority of the season, and even missing this last week, Shohei Otani. Yeah, it 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 was a couple. The first couple weeks of the season uh, was the only time this year that he wasn't here. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about this. If Shohei, when the the news of his UCL tear, yeah, just stopped playing for the year. 
I was wondering at what point, like, okay, if he was stopped even hitting at that point, is he still the then favorite? would Ronald be a fr- He's the, certainly the AL favorite. I mean, yeah. there's only one American League player on this entire list. True. The American League MVP is Shohei. But the question in my mind became, where is he on the list? Yeah. Does Ronald jump him at any point? And while he's still hitting, he's been out for about a week with the, yeah. with the oblique thing. He's coming back. Phil Nevin said, uh, Seattle, he should be back in the lineup. So... He's continued to play. He's continued to produce offensively. So now what we've gotten is the best offensive player in the American League this year. That's what we're seeing right now, right? Mm -hmm. So even without his pitching pitching this year, he's on this list somewhere with these numbers of 304 and 44 homers and 95 RBIs and over a 1,000 OPS. That puts him probably in the middle of this list somewhere. Yeah. Add in the fact that he was a fantastic pitcher for the majority of the season. That makes him, for me, as of right now, the number one on BVP. All right, that's fair. Matt Olson, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Shohei Otani. Top five. It's a good list. It is a good list. It's a great list. Also, like, I love that the top, like, four. It's cool. It's Braves and Dodgers, four of the five. It's cool. It is. NLCS, maybe? We'll see. I hope so. All right, let's wrap things up with some fun, some fan questions, right? It's always fun. Our uh, first fan question comes from Zach. His question is, Ben, what was your favorite minor league stadium you played or visited? One stands out immediately. Okay. Uh, Man, I want to answer... The, my home stadium, West Michigan, okay. where the Whitecaps were. But it, for me, the Fort Wayne 10 caps in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It is unbelievable. It is a big league stadium okay. that it just doesn't have the upper deck. I mean, cool. it is, it's beautiful. There's like apartments and condos. It's like the left field wall yeah. stands, like built in, like stands there, yeah. a walkway. And then condos and apartments that their balconies, you know, they're like out on the balcony oh, watching cool. games. Oh, like they have at Padres. Yeah, Padres, Camden Yards has it off in the distance. Uh, it, it really, it, you feel like you're playing in a big league stadium. Yeah. And yeah, I just remember playing there for the first time and was like, this place, this is pro ball. Yeah. This is professional baseball. And for me, was number one for sure. And then the Florida State League has all the big league spring training stadiums. So oh, like okay. The Tampa Yankees, Lakeland Stadium there, like all the big league. Play- the, yeah. Those are always fun. But Fort Wayne, Indiana for me. Cool. All right, let's get to our next fan question. This one comes from Dominique. Where would you take someone on a first date in L.A.? Alex, I'm, I'm – Deferring to you. You're born and raised here. I am. I'm not, I'm a newbie out here in LA. I'll defer to you. Where where's a good first date? I spot also like, haven't it? been on a first date in 17 years, but this is my favorite daytime date because it's usually pretty beautiful in LA. So I like to be outside. So if you're gonna do the daytime, I would do like a bike ride on the strand. You can kind of pick any beach that has a good strand, go to a good lunch. Then if you're gonna do dinner, I would do a comedy show. Or mm. like a live music show and then get dinner before or after. There's so many incredible spots. It always depends like where you're going to. But make it a fun, interactive date. Well, dinner with me is already its own comedy show. <laughs> so you're getting dinner in the comedy show at the exact same time, yeah. which is really cool, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I, 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 or a baseball game. No. No. <laughs> or a baseball no. game. A day game. Absolutely a day game can not. be fun. Yep. <laughs> Not yep. a first date. Mm, we've already Not gone through that. that. All yeah. right. Good question. 
Where would you take someone on a first date? Are you like strictly restaurant? No, 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 no. I'll, I, activities, right? Activity. Yeah. Yeah. Outside activities. Go, you know, then food. for a nice walk. Go for a nice yeah. walk. Okay. Walk along some water so you don't somewhere. Bike. Can you not bike? Are you some of that? Can I not bike? I can ride I, a bike and ride a bike. Yes. I have to ask because like I grew up with like string cruising and I had a friend from college come and I like gave her a bike. She's like, I don't know how to ride a bike. I was like, wait, what? How do you not what? know how to ride a bike? No. Doesn't everybody ride a bike? Yeah, I think an activity is a great first. Okay. Go on a walk, walk by some water, hike, check out festivities. Bike, you know. anything. Yeah. Hike, bike, walk. That's what we say. Then food and laugh. Comedy. All right, let's get to our final fan question. This one comes from Savannah. With football season officially underway, what current MLB player would make the best football player and what position would you put them at? I have one that immediately comes to mind. Okay. Aaron Judge, tight end. Nice. That he was on my list. I mean, yeah. Aaron Judge, tight He's end. A beast. Corbin Carroll, a slot receiver. Ellie De La Cruz, a wide receiver. Ronald Acuna Jr., wide receiver. Yeah. He's got the speed and catch anything. Yeah. It's a lot of good guys. I wonder who'd be a good running back. Trout. Trout would be a good running back. Yeah. Wouldn't That's a healthy? good answer. Yeah. Um, he's thick. He's thick. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is a good question. Uh, yeah, for my first thought goes to Aaron Judge being a tight end. I mean, he'd be. It's it's the perfect fit. Yeah. That's Athlete. Fun. Tall, like these. huge. Yeah, that was good. Is that it? That's it. Three? Great. That's all we got today. Uh, again, shout out, Seth. You know what? You hold this. Okay. I'm going to hold the Thank jersey you. for the end of this. I will. Shout out, Seth, for the jersey. Thank you so much. This is great. Show the back, because that's the cool part. Yeah, flipping bats. There we go. Woo! Shout out, Seth. Shout out, everybody, for sending in questions. Thank you to everybody that listens always. It, we very much so appreciate it. Uh, make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do as well at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it for this first Tuesday episode. As always, there will be another one later in the day. But until then, my friends, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.